Are you ready, Spaghetti? Let's go. How you feeling? Good. You feeling good? Yeah, I'm good. How, How you feel about what we just watched? Um, wow. Ow, it's garbage. Hey everybody, we're Just Another Movie Night, and I'm Scotty, and that is Joey. <laughs> Today we're, we're here to talk about a movie that needs an introduction, <laughs> because, well, depending on where you were or how you saw this movie, you probably saw it under a different title than anybody else. So here's the titles for this movie, Contagion Point Seven, The Crawlers. And Troll 3. Troll 3? Yes. A lot of people got to see this movie under the title <laughs> Troll 3. Are you kidding me? Yep. Are you... There's no troll. Or you... goblins in this And movie. there was no trolls in part two. Oh my god. So, hey, you want to know why? Yeah, I would Do love to You want to know how? Huh? Because this movie was directed by one of two possible people. Oh it's my very, god. very mixy on a... What exactly happened during the filming of this movie? So oh, this was either directed by Fabrizio. Okay. Who you did have to say it like an Italian person. Fabrizio Lorente. Oh, well, I, <laughs> luckily you're here for that. Well, I'm Italian, but I'm uh, not from the homeland. He was the director of <laughs> Witchery. Or it was directed by, um, how do you say this one? Joe D'Amato. D'Amato? Joe D'Amato. Joe D'Amato. Who directed 199 films, including 170 plus pornos, oh. including movies called Porno Holocaust, oh. <laughs> Erotic Nights of the Living Dead, and a movie that we hold dear to our hearts in bad movie fandom, Killing Birds. Oh my god. Well, I do believe I need to see all those pornos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I skipped a lot of great names, by the way. There's one in there, something like... Uh, Jesus Christ is my handgun or my Colt oh 45 my or something God, like that. It, it's amazing. What a great title. Well, can we just say, first of all, so this is absolutely talk of trash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> getting into that real quick. I mean, first yeah. of all, and also, can I correct you on something? Please. Please. Because you said anyone who's seen this movie might know it by three names. Okay. First of all, no one's seen this movie. Okay. There's a lot of no people online. this movie. When you go to the comments section, the reviews in IMDb. <laughs> The some of the first ones you'll see is there are no trolls in this movie called Troll Three. Oh my god! First of all, I didn't even know it was called Troll Three, and that's that's well, absurd. We, we but... watch this movie under the title Conta- Contagion Point Seven. Yes. and there's two spellings on the posters okay, too. This is our second viewing of this movie. Well, I wanted to get into that. Yeah, but, um, but uh, we this... saw it under Contagion Point Seven, but the movie actually said Crawlers. Yes, and there is only 2.8 out of 10 on this on IMDb, and only 1,487 people reviewed it. Yeah, because I don't think these people could find how to search for this name, because I don't think anybody knows the name of I mean, movie. just go to the dollar store and you'll find a box set. No, definitely not. <laughs> how did this we is, find it? <laughs> I bought this sucker. 
This much, isn't a four-pack of movies. How much did we pay for this? I'm sure I got it for free. <laughs> I remember Shout, uh, I won some kind of contest on Shout uh, Factory, and they gave me a gift card, and I, I used that sucker as much as I could to get every crappy thing under cheap, <laughs> and this was one of the things I think I got in there. And I'm really happy that I did, because... We actually got a lot of excitement out of this box set. Well, I'm gonna, uh, well, I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, okay, excitement's not the word. I mean, entertainment is what I meant. Entertainment. I yeah. think we said this for a second, so let's go back a little bit and just say, "Welcome to Talking Trash." Talking trash. Thank you. <laughs> talking trash, indeed. Talking trash. Uh, yeah, we're doing talking trash today on on this movie, and I'm so happy to do it. And this is the best part about this. We have seen this, but it's one of those movies that after we, we watched this while very intoxicated with a bunch of people and I laughed through the whole movie. It's the only way to watch this movie. After the movie, I held on to it and I said, one day we're going to revisit this because I know we're not going to remember any of it because we were drunk Mm -hmm. and we have to watch this and do this for our podcast. So here we are doing it finally. It's been a very long time and you didn't remember a damn thing about it. I did remember some scenes. I did. did. Yes, I did. I actually did remember some scenes. But um, I will say that actually watching this sober this time, I really, I underappreciated the acting. Oh, that's the highlight of this movie. I mean, because when I was drinking, I didn't, I mean, I was just laughing my head off. But here I feel like, oh boy, this is. This is some well, yeah. That's a good. That's a good <laughs> thing to bring up because uh, a fast summer in this movie could sound something like this. It could be about a uh, a porn. Uh, uh, it could be about a prostitute who just wants people to shut up and have sex with her. Sometimes I don't understand you guys. Here you are talking nonsense on my bed, worrying about your job instead of instead of relaxing and enjoying yourself nonsense to me it could be about a uh, guy who works at a research lab who just can't stop getting drunk and going on the run i not drink Reed. don't you think you had enough man may drink too much there are circumstances in which he cannot get enough to drink i mean he's not on the run it also could be about a overdubbing company who just decided to give it to everybody who works at their their job who doesn't do the overdubbing. Okay, doctor. We'll just evacuate the entire country before you can say Jack Robinson. It mm. also could be about the best scream acting you've ever seen in your life. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> or... <laughs> It could be a movie about a whip salesman who just is whipping at the microphone wow, throughout the entire movie. Because the sound effects of, of what's going on in the movie, the sound effects literally sound like indie, it, in, in, it, indie's it. whip. This movie has so much to break down and talk about. There, This movie, this movie makes me giddy. <laughs> I, I know there, there are reviews all over the... Uh, IMDb are all basically like this is a piece of crap. But let me tell you something. This has almost every single thing that I love about Ed Wood's plan nine from outer space in it. Almost. It has 
transitioning between night and day constantly. It has terrible, terrible acting. Acting with guns. <laughs> this movie has insane stuff. And it was made how many years after? Oh, Crazy. I mean, Mind-blowing. I, I'm still... I'm I'm still like mind boggled at the fact that this movie is called Troll Three. <laughs> this was packaged what? under Troll Three because the director was a producer of Troll Two. Oh God! Yep. Well, and so and I no talked about this on another episode. I think we did on another movie where I was. I'm always bringing up the fact that I'm shocked when movies aren't a part of a series. We I, th- I think it was under Silent Night Deadly Night. We did a th- like four and five. And we were talking about how I cannot believe they ever had that subtitle. And it, it made me think that it was like this, where a troll and a zombie are used heavily. Also, demons and Night of the Living Dead, they're all like used over and over. They just kept trying to package every movie that sucked yeah. under those movies, trying to get someone to watch them. And Troll is one of those. All the troll movies, I think another movie used Troll 3, so it confuses a lot of people. I think the same director did another movie and stuck Troll 3 on that movie as well. It's called Mighty Quest or something like that. Oh, we have to check that out one day, too. But uh, yeah. <laughs> The Mighty Sword. Wait, Quest yeah, for the Mighty it. Sword. Yes, that's it. <laughs> it is also known as Troll 3. So oh, Jesus Christ. Th- this is like a debatable film, right? <laughs> Right right off the bat, I, this is a hard one because no one knows what they watched because everybody saw it under a different title. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, one thing we can all agree on, it doesn't matter what the title is of this movie, the acting is atrocious. Yeah. So, <laughs> so since it's talking trash, I think we should just get on board with trying to talk this movie out because there there's a lot and I think we'll slowly get to that. Right? We'll get to all those things we want to talk yes, about during it. Yes, Okay, let's go. So, so this movie kind of starts out with um, one of your cardinal sins, which is driving montages. So not only do we get one driving montage, we get two back-to-back in this, this thing where it jumps back and forth. The first one is of a, a truck with uh, traveling with... I think nuclear waste of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a toxic waste truck. Yeah, like, and it's, it's like, like waste drops. Yeah. yeah, and you don't see any driver. And just no, you don't know what's happening. It's just showing it's there. this. And it's got some title cards going on. At the same time, we jump to And it has really stale music. This movie should also be pointed out that it has the worst soundtrack. It's just elevator music. And fun fact, this is recycled mu- music from this director's other movies. Yeah. Well, he didn't have much of a budget. No, well, I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> get to it. But yeah, not only do we have that, we have this kind of crazy, just the stale music playing during this truck driving the the toxic waste. But we also jump to a bus transporting, like uh, you know, passengers to. Yeah, it's like a Greyhound bus. Yeah, Greyhound. Yeah. And they're playing a whole nother. It's like in 80s elevator music yeah and there's people on board that so we're cutting back and forth between these two travelings and these two crazy soundtracks with the credits going over them and the first people we meet is a woman is coming out of a bathroom on the greyhound bus and she sits in her seat and she's sitting in back and back of another woman who she decides to strike up a conversation with turns out that this girl is going to go see her boyfriend 
and she's Seattle, traveling. Right? Yeah, in Seattle. Yeah, so she's traveling through Anchorage. They're, we're supposed to believe that this bus is going through Alaska. This is mind blowing. So right yes. off the bat, the that they're in Alaska. Mm-hmm. They're traveling. So this movie is taking place in, in Anchorage. Yeah. Yep. The front of the bus says Anchorage. Does it ever really get? Because I know, I know, for, I know for a fact this movie was actually filmed in Utah. <laughs> that so, makes sense. Yes, and so was Troll Two, uh, and also by a uh, a crew of directors and and producers who can't speak any English, and that Jesus. definitely transfers here. So yeah, does Anchorage get this deserty looking like this? I mean, it's it's very backwoods looking. This this movie, everything is like podunk. Um, there's like a old cheap like gas station. There's just the kind of old looking cheap buildings. Like, but this it, looks like Nevada. It, it, it doesn't of, look. I mean, I don't see desert. They also they do show you in their the helicopter scenes that they are in like mountainous area. That's what I'm saying. With greenery, like so, in Anchorage. Yeah, I can't. I have to look into this more. Well, because, it doesn't snow there around 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 yeah, here. So, geez, this looks. When they said Alaska, I'm like, what in the hell is happening? But yeah, yeah I mean, she's traveling. This girl's traveling to see her boyfriend in Seattle, and she strikes up the conversation with the girl in front of her because she's nosy, and she yeah, wants to know. Yeah, she's a little invasive. She basically just wants to share everything that's happened to her, and she's so excited to go see her boyfriend. And the girl in front of her says, "I actually live here." I'm just coming home. I was in school. And she's like, you live here. You don't look like a local. <laughs> Basically kind of insulting. And uh, she says, I haven't been home in a long time. And she's like, well, do you have a boyfriend? She says, no. Well. Well, she kind of does. Yeah, she goes, well, I guess you do. Yeah. And it's uh, That's weird. So <laughs> they stop at a gas station in the middle of nowhere. Because the driver obviously has to pee because we just we don't see any of that. He just runs out and goes to the bathroom real quick. Yeah, so then the girl gets out, the the nosy body. She gets out and she's really pretty, this girl. She's like she has that like Tiffany Amber Theason look, like from Saved by the Bell from the eighties. Okay. So she kinda like she's cute. Yeah. So she gets off the bus and she runs in because she's thirsty to the gas station. So she wants to get a drink. But the bus driver comes running back to the bus, closes the door, and freaking leaves her. Yeah. So <laughs> I was gonna say real fast to your point, everybody in this movie kinda looks like a knockoff of somebody else. Yeah, they do. But the the craziest part about this scene and we like we actually said it to each other, is like Okay, so this girl gets left behind. Yeah, she just leaves. He, no one even brings up that she just got out. Yeah, how come the girl that she was talking to doesn't say, um, you just left her. She just got off the bus. Like, it was just absurd. Like, yeah. it, it was just weird. So, it happens quick. The, this girl, her name is, what is her name? The, the main girl. Um, the one that's still on the bus? Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot her name already. But, yeah, I don't remember um, She's like... I'm going to be bad with names. So the worst character like she's just so dry her name is josie she is like the driest the driest I'm character in i'm the movie. trying to think of who she reminded me of it's she like, reminds me of a lot of people actually it's like um uh the girl from flash dance jennifer beals yeah a she little kind bit of looks like a jennifer like, beals yeah she like um she's like the poor man's version of jennifer beals oh, i know that's mean but that's she so is mean. she she's the poor man's version of jennifer beals yeah she doesn't tell the bus driver and she doesn't give a crap but that girl's stuck at the bus stop and she's stuck with an old man and his dog no she it's not even a bus stop it's a freaking oh i'm sorry gas, gas station, station. 
And so there's an old man, which is a stereotype. Obviously, he's like, you know. He's a sweet old man a with a dog. Sweet old man with a dog. And it's with... a horror movie, so you know what's going to happen. Yeah, of course. So she's stuck there. And she wants to, you know, she needs to get back to Seattle. But she's yeah. she's stranded. So you can imagine what Well, she happen. talks to the guy. And she's like, how far is it? And he's like, well, it's a couple uh, um, hours up the road by foot. And she's like, well, what am I going to do? And he says... Look, give it a little bit. Someone is going to probably drive by. Maybe they can give you a lift down the block. Yeah. Right? And she starts talking to him and, and his dog. And then she starts getting friendly with them. He's a nice old man. And he says to her, she says, what's your dog's name? Well, his name is Chester. But I call him Wolfie because he always chasing girls. <laughs> but I call him. I don't Wolfie know, but he doesn't look anything like that. And then he goes, because she's always go he's always going after the ladies. <laughs> hey, Janelle, what's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear him barking. Is he okay? Wolfie's fine, honey. Wolfie's just fine. What are you? Your foster parents are dead. <laughs> he never uses that nickname once throughout the whole film. No, he doesn't. He doesn't at all. It doesn't even matter what the stupid dog's name is. No, I know. I'm just saying... <laughs> It just made me laugh. He's like, she's always, he's always going after the the, the ladies. And I'm trying to find it. But there's a funny tombstone. Know. It's something with a, a C or a G or something. But anyways, mm -hmm. uh, so this, at the same time that that's happening, we see that the bus has finally got to its stop, and Jennifer, not Jennifer Beals, Jennifer Schmeels gets out <laughs> and decides to walk up the road. She's got a long walk with her luggage because no one's at the bus stop for her. And she goes walking. And we cut back to the the girl at the gas station. And a, a car a car finally shows up for her. And she goes up to the car. And he's like, oh, I knew someone was going to be here. She goes up and she says, hey, can you give me a lift to blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he looks her up and down. And he's like, sure, I'll give you a right to Lombardsville. Hop in. Okay, now this is like the most cliche, absolutely, like hitchhiking of, scene of all time. You like music? Like, honestly, she's a beautiful girl. So if she happens to hitch a ride with the creepiest, of course, skeeviest, like you know, fat, disgusting, balding, you know, podunk hillbilly trash heap of all time. Yeah. So obviously he's undressing her with his eyes and tries to naturally, naturally he tries to freaking touch her and or stuff. He tries to rape her. Straight. He tries to rape he, her. He gets in the car. They go down the road. They don't make it very far. And he's like trying to talk about the radio. He's like, are you hot? It's a hot day. I bet you're real hot. I know. It's just so gross. And then he, she's like, ah. Uh. And then he starts groping her and she freaks out and he pulls over and he jumps on top of her and starts saying, I just want to stick it in. I just want to stick it to you. Get off me, you to you. I want to stick it. But I want to stick it Because to the you. movie's bad and they don't understand how double takes work or doing two takes and using the better one, he does it the same line twice. Twice. It, it, he says, I'm going to stick it to you. Get off me, you pig. I'm going to stick it to you. So and then they get another shot problem. and he goes, I'm going to stick it to you again. I'm going to stick it to you. Oh, um, God. And this movie does that a lot. Yes. There's double takes, mess ups <laughs> left in. I can, I think that they only did one take and they didn't understand that there's multiple takes in one. And yeah. they, they, didn't, they just, left, they just it left it in. They literally went to like the Edwood school of editing. It's it's just so one taking bad. let's move. Let's move. I know. <laughs> the guy oh. had some trouble getting through the door. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, she but gets like, out of that car and she runs off, right, from that guy. Well, she fights him off and then she, she... kicks him. Oh, jeez. Oh. Ah. Oh, and she runs off into the woods. Naturally, you know, they always run into the woods because there's no place else to go. He says some stuff. I I, I want to try and remember this because we, we wished uh, at this point that we had closed caption but this movie didn't the dvd does not have closed caption so we were very upset but he like runs it he's like you shouldn't have done that girl and he runs after and now the best part about that is they don't go very far into the woods yeah not at and all she's clearly in front of him but she stops and hides behind a tree right in front of him and yeah. he has no idea where no she idea wants. where she, <laughs> she she's like a ninja she just disappears in front yeah. of him he says something along the lines of <laughs> he says I think, I'll oh. sick you anyways, you damn Trump. Yeah. What the hell were you Trumps anyway? I think what he meant to say He's tramp. trying to say Trump. Like, like, it's like, we rewound it. <laughs> he says Trump. <laughs> like, damn Trumps. Uh, so, <laughs> he leaves. He just takes off. He's like, ah, screw you, you damn Trump. What the hell were you Trumps anyway? So he, he gets in the car and leaves. And this is where... <laughs> she's like oh crap where am i yeah so she gets lost and of course this is where we get a funny point of view shot of a thing that has no eyeballs <laughs> so <laughs> we get a crawling point of view shot through it's the like grass a snake slithering yes. through the grass it's it, and here's the funniest part everything that happens here this girl gets attacked by something we can't see and this is a cross between sound effects of whips and a sound effect of the attack of the killer tomato sound effect, which oh is like God. this. <laughs> and what's really odd, this whole sequence is filmed like the music video Beastie Boys. Uh, uh, what, which one is oh, it? Oh, is uh, it Sabotage? No, no the no, one when they're in the woods and they're jumping at the camera. And so it's like these oh. fisheye lens shots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like, oh, check your head. Okay. <laughs> Your head, yeah, yeah, it's just like that shot, and it shows the uh, top of the trees in the sky, and it spins it. It's <laughs> baffling, right? And that we see that the other girl who is on the bus is now walking with her luggage, and she gets to a spot, and then she goes down like a steps and gets to a house, and she goes in the front door, and she stands in front of her mother. This is not Jennifer Beals, so yeah, she, yeah, she, so meals. she. Yeah, she meant it for meals. She stands in front of her mother. Her mother goes, Josie. Is that her name? Yeah, Josie. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing here? You were supposed we to come in for 40 minutes. We should, well, she says, well, thanks for coming to get me at the bus stop, Mom. And she says, well, oh, you honey buns, you were supposed to come at 45 minutes. And, oh, you know, I love you and all that. And she says, <laughs> "I don't know if she said all that." Jo oh, Josie! So we I'm find out sure. she has a little brother. I was little... right, Josie, because I Josie. should know this because her brother also comes down and screams it too. Josie, hi, mom. Thanks for meeting me at the bus stop. Oh, honey, you're early. The bus wasn't due for forty minutes. Davy and me were gonna meet you. It's okay. No, I missed you. Josie! Now, Josie! Now, this movie's questionable about age. 
Yeah, okay, so Josie is literally, I'm going to say she's not more than 17 years old. I, I She what? looks at... No, she she was at college. Yeah, but she looks 17 years old. She looks like no, she's she 17 years old. No, she does not look yes. like... She looks like a 30-year-old. You think Josie looks like... Absolutely. No, the boyfriend looks like they a 30-year-old. They both do. But yeah, I Which don't think Which is where it becomes like... baffling because her mother only looks about 10 years older, 15 years older. I don't know. She always has curlers in her she hair. She always has curlers in her How hair. And her son, her brother, uh, Josie's brother... Looks like he's 10 to 12. I would say maybe he's like 10. Yeah. And I'm like, what? The, and where's the father? We never even discuss it. No, there's no talk about there's the father. There's no talk about the father. It's this just, is a running thing. Honestly, if there was a father in the picture, he would have gotten killed anyway. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but... Or he would have been uh, frequenting the Paulina. Oh, Paula. <laughs> Paula's. Yeah, so Paula is the um, shack. the the neighborhood. Um, well, we'll get we'll get to her. She's oh well, you can't just say Paula and not explain who she is. Paula's very important it's to the plot. It's called foreshadowing. No, no, Paula's not really important at all to the plot. Paula. Who's Paula? I know who Paula is. She's the hooker, Davy. Uh, she's. It's a major plot for some strange reason. Friendly neighborhood whore. Yeah, as as the brother <laughs> says at one point, she's a. She's a hooker. She's the hooker. No, she's a, she's hooker. a prostitute. <laughs> um, the little kid, by the way. So yeah, uh, Josie's being welcomed in the best way that you've ever heard. Everybody, Josie, oh my god, and they're all hugging. She uh, brings out a box to her brother that just automatically turns into a uh, Audrey. It's, a, it's an from, Audrey too. Uh, like Audrey too. I think I had one of those as a kid. It was like really, yeah, so but cool. mine was like you put a quarter in it and then the mouth opens or That's something what that like happened that. Here. Yeah, 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 I liked it. Did you notice it's that really it was cute. a box and then it wasn't a box anymore? Yeah, well, there's present. a lot of film flubs in this movie. Oh, yeah. This whole movie in itself is one big film flub. True, so true. You can't even point out film flubs at this point. True, you just can't. I love it. So, so yeah, <laughs> we have to meet the new the the well, guy that the protagonist in the movie. The, the we'll get to that because we, we also show nuclear power plant glass. We also show a guy. Did you hear? I couldn't even get my words out. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. No, we also get a shot randomly of a, a guy playing cards with two older men. And he's like, uh, he's the, the, the old one older guy who looks just like Tommy Chong, but with a shaved head. <laughs> he he's, does. he's like a redneck version of him. He's like, now, son, you got to calm down. He, I don't think he says son here. He just goes, you boy, you got to calm down. And he's like, look, she's coming home today. I've been waiting for a very long time. And he's like, yeah, but you got to calm down. And the other guy playing cards with them is joking around. And that's it. We cut back to so, now. We cut to yeah, another scene. Thanks like for seeing introducing Josie with her this- family. It just yeah. keeps jumping. It just jumps. Like, we don't even know who this kid is. Apparently, we, we find out because, you know, it's his girlfriend that he used to go out with before she moved away. Yeah. So yeah, his well, name is, what is his name, Bubba? Or well, something? they're not together yet, so it doesn't matter. But yeah. uh, then we also cut to a power plant. And the power plant, now we follow a character named, I believe, Taylor. Dr. Taylor. Yeah, Dr. Mm-hmm. Taylor. And he is, so let's try to explain this guy here. He, the best he, actor in the movie? Ooh. <laughs> That's not wow. saying much. <laughs> he he looks like a disheveled mess. His hair is all frizzed up. Well, he's strung out. He's strung out, and he he walks up to who I would only describe as Lloyd Kaufman. <laughs> what? Yeah, 
this guy looks like Lloyd Kaufman, hon. If you told me this was Lloyd Kaufman, you think young, he looks I believe like Lloyd it. Kaufman? At yes. first, I thought he was the Fonz from the side view, and I was like, no, what? there's no way the Fonz would be in this movie. What? Henry, okay. Henry Winkler. And not even Klutz, really. He no. looks like Lloyd Kaufman. He's even the same size as Lloyd Kaufman. I mean, I Kaufman. guess you're right. He He's like little and short, like Lloyd Kaufman. I would go with Lloyd Kaufman if I had to compare him to somebody. I'm trying to remember this act, this character's name. Oh now. my god! Well, I don't know because he also was followed by another gentleman named Doctor. What I thought was Prissy Pants. Who the hell is it, Doctor Prissy? And and this other guy. So he goes up to Lloyd Kaufman and he he explains to him. He starts telling <laughs> oh him. Now let me tell you, this actor who is, I'm calling Lloyd Kaufman is, and and also Doctor Prissy, uh, are <laughs> the worst actors. I mean, I have. I mean, this movie, and there's also a cop later on. They're some of the worst actors imaginable. It seems like the guys in this movie cannot deliver a line to save their life. When the sheriff called me saying somebody found that body near to the side, I thought it was safer to have it brought in here, and I was right. What do you mean? The corpse is highly contaminated. You mean she died because of radioactivity? No, Dr. Kruger. But what concerns me, she must have died for some other reason. But her body is soaked with radioactivity, as if she swam in, in a pool of uh, uranium. You know we're going to have to keep this quiet. I know. You can count on me, Kruger, and you know it. Well, I will use the best resources of the lab to find out what happened to her. And keep me informed, only me. Whatever the autopsy shows, don't tell anyone. Yes, I will, as soon as I know anything. The only one the, is Dr. Taylor. He's the, the our protagonist. He's not that bad. The, boy, the boyfriend's not that yeah. bad, but I mean, it's everyone else in this movie, seriously... They they went to Neil Breen's school of acting. Oh, and by the way, it's bad. If I can point this out, Doctor Taylor also kind of looks like Neil Breen. You know, he kind of does, does, but he has that like you know late eighties look. Yes, with the well, he's a little hair. he's a little more weight on him. Neil yeah. Breen is very very scrawny in weird ways. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Doctor Taylor is very concerned. He is getting all kinds of reports about radiation. Radio, but not radiation, radioactive, something from happening. the plant, yeah. but coming from the forest. Excuse me, Dr. Kruger, I need to speak to you in private, please. Why, certainly. I've taken the liberty of conducting some research on the possible areas of radioactivity outside the perimeter of this plant. Dr. Taylor, I don't want there to be any confusion about the duties for which you were hired to work here at the plant. Please let me finish, Dr. Kruger. These results were alarming. They were shocking. I found very high levels of radioactivity. The strange thing is, is it didn't seem to have any connection at all with the power plant. I don't understand. Very good, Dr. Taylor. You did well by coming to me with this. Great. We wouldn't want to take any risks. No, absolutely. Dr. Pritzi, I'd like you to personally look into this matter. Dr. Taylor will give you all the information he's collected and I want you to get to the bottom of this problem immediately. I want answers by the end of the week. I suggest that we... Dr. Taylor, you may go now. From now on, Dr. Pritzi will be responsible for this matter. 
And he has no clue what he's talking about. He keeps talking about that during this movie. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's guessing. Um, he tells this Lloyd Kaufman guy, Dr. Prissy Pants, who's following <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman, like, really religiously. And Lloyd Kaufman, this guy, he's not Lloyd Kaufman, but whatever. I'm going to call him that from now on. He, he, he keeps talking to him like this. He's like, what are you talking about? This is not something we need to know. We have to do what is necessary. You have to play a clip. Come sure. with me into my office. And he brings this guy into the office and he basically blackmails this guy to shut the hell up. Ah, one more thing, Dr. Taylor. I would like to remind you that it is absolutely forbidden to even possess any alcoholic beverages on the premises of the plant. I. I, I don't... I believe I, this is yours, Dr. Taylor. At least it was found in your office. Really, I... This I, I, time I, I, I the other way. In the name of friendship. But I hope you realize this could cost you your position if somehow this slips out. You may go now. Thanks. Uh, and like, now he's debating, like, I don't want to lose my job. So he, like, walks out. So that leaves Lloyd Kaufman and Prissy Pants to talk. And these two guys <laughs> have a discussion. And if if I thought the Lloyd Kaufman-looking guy was the worst, pr this Prissy Pants guy is overdubbed. Because obviously he cannot deliver a lot of dialogue. But what's worse is the overdubbing is even worse. Yes, but you won't believe it. Please look. A most unusual genetic mutation. An appropriate word would be monstrous. What are you talking about? He's like, uh, th these reports are on paper, and <laughs> they say things that are important. Yeah, and words are I on this paper. my perspectives, and I'm like, what the f fuck? And he's like telling, he's like, we gotta keep this quiet. Th that's pretty much what these two characters do, but this happens a lot with these guys. And every scene with them is more hilarious than the next. Like, they are blow, mind-blowingly bad. Every and time their dialogue this, is atrocious. Every time this main, this main guy that works, the boss of the nuclear power plant, every time he's on screen, not Lloyd Kaufman, I swear to God, I, I just can't help but laugh. Because mm -hmm. every time he utters a syllable, it is so bad. His last like, scene in the movie is... It should be done as a monologue from actors trying to act. Like it should be shown. It is amazing. I don't know how, why more people don't talk about this scene. They should be showing acting. that that actor and his scenes in this movie in like film schools. It's great because it's just I've never seen anything like it. Yes. he's he's really he cannot deliver a line. It's bad. Well, we also now cut to his name is Matt. He uh he goes over to the house. Uh, the brother asks, "Are you gonna marry Matt?" To her sister Josie, to she's his like, sister, to his sister, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Josie's like, I don't know. And uh, Matt shows up at the house in a gorgeous car. Yeah, it's it's like it, a green. I mean, it's way too good for him. It's like one yeah. of those um nineteen fifties. Well, he his character kind of looks like he walked walked out of one of those movies from the fifties sixties. I mean, I he's guess like, he's got like the. Uh, the, the he he can alternate off, his hair. <laughs> he can alternate decades. He can um he can be fifties or eighties because yeah, he does like eighties. A lot of shots keep changing too. What he looks like, he yeah. seems like in certain angles he looks like a whole other person. It's really strange. 
Uh, he shows up at the house to pick up Josie, and they have a little flirty thing. God, last time I saw you, you were 16. <laughs> yeah. We were engaged. Yeah. But here, here's the point. Here's the thing that's important here. He talks to her like shit. Yeah, he sucks. He he sucks. His flirt, his flirting with this girl, is along the lines of like. You still got that tooth. And things like that. It's yeah, just like, really weird. Like. Still as bitchy as you were at sixteen. Huh? Oh, you're still a bitch, huh? Yeah. And she kisses him every time he says one of these things. Yeah, it's like, what the, what is this? This character is awful. He's awful. Yeah. But it should be established at this point. Something is going on in the forest. Well, yeah, they get out there. They we already go, saw the girl murdered, so yeah, we already know she, that. The girl um, gets murdered, and so, you know, they it's don't... Somebody's responsible. It's somebody's responsible. Mm -hmm. No, but they don't know anything about it. So they go to the forest. Well, that's, that's the thing. Actually, they go to a waterfall. They go to play a waterfall. in water for a couple minutes. Yeah, and then they go they go into the forest, and then they, I don't know, I guess they had sex? Because they, they, they were putting their, their clothes were, were on, they kissed, and then five seconds later they were putting their clothes. Yes, like, well, that's the they thing. They like they were putting their clothes they, back on. They actually have a weird. fight. Yeah. He actually says something mean to her or something. Yeah. And she walks off, and he stops her, and then the next scene is them putting their clothes on. Yeah, that's why I looked at you, I'm like, wait, did... Is this bad editing, or did they just... I don't know. Why are we supposed to think that they were having sex? They I don't did. Know. It doesn't... So, I don't know. And Whatever. It even doesn't even better. matter. They were having sex on the floor on his jacket, and guess what? That girl's <laughs> dead body is literally right next to where they were having sex. It is sex. like one foot away yeah. from them. They can't one, smell it, you can't, and they never even notice there yeah. was a body And she's wearing like a bright pink shirt, yep. and you can't see that there's a body next to you. It's like literally right next to them. She has a backpack with a oh pink bunny sticking out of it. It's like right there next to them. Yeah, it, it's just, it's so her dead body's there. And so They finally see they, it after they, they're getting their pants back on. Yeah, so they freak out. They run to the sheriff. Okay, now enter the single worst law enforcement agent in any bad movie we have ever seen. I'll go out there with you kids, but I don't believe you. Frankly, Josie, I think you two kids went up into the woods, snorted something that you brought back from the big city. You got no call, Sheriff. We saw that body. We can go to the state police. All right, all right. We'll fill out the report. You kids seem so anxious to do it. We already told you everything, Sheriff. Yeah, look, why don't we just go there, okay? There's no hurry. If you really saw a corpse, it's not going anywhere. It won't run away. He is the worst, the sheriff, okay? Yeah. They're saying, oh my God, we, we found a dead body. We found a dead body, Sheriff. Come, come, you know, with us right now. Come to the forest. Oh, you kids are just full of crap. He's like, I brought you brought some of that that cocaine from the city. Yeah. You guys were doing it up in the forest. How do I know that you guys haven't been snorting that cocaine? I don't think you saw anything. There's nothing there. You kids are just pulling yeah. my leg. Or uh, maybe it moseyed down to the soda shop for a spot of coke. Hey, kids. Ah, you kids. You get my goat. Oh my god, it was he's the worst. And it is again another overdubbed performance that is insanely overdubbed and I cannot tell if it's the same actor because it's linking up with his mouth pretty well, but it's like completely another audio track. So it's very hard to tell. This guy also looks like a fatter version of the actor who plays Roger Rabbit. 
Uh, I, it's a, oh. he's a very strange, this guy's very strange looking and he reminds me of a bunch of people. I, I cannot pinpoint it, but I looked him up and he's not, I don't know him from anything else. I remember you from high school. Both of you. Troublemakers. We're not in high school anymore, Sheriff. Maybe you ought to be. Ah. Hmm. So, um. I mean, we don't know any of these people from anything else. They, they do. They have to do some paperwork for some reason. He's like, "Well, are you out there? What, what you doing?" Well, they go out to the middle of the forest to find the body, and of course, the body the has body moved. The body is gone. And they go to the gas station on the way back to the police station for some strange reason to gas up his car. It isn't he, really. He just started shit. insulting that old man that works at the at the gas station for no reason. Well, like, that, he's just a freaking lunatic. Well, the old man at the gas. Oh, and we didn't talk about this it, before. All that happened. His dog got loose outside and was killed by the bushes. So well, we well we don't know it, it wasn't the bushes. Well, he runs into the bushes and, uh, and it's moving and then we hear the whips and everything and we hear growling and we hear like yeah. the dog die. So at this point you can honestly imagine what's going on yeah, up there. Yeah, we're just like oh some kind of like monster or something no, plant monster. No, it's like or the something. happening but like yeah. the crappening. <laughs> <laughs> well, the gas station attendant tells the sheriff, "I'm in mourning, chief." And he's like, oh, that's funny. That's nice. He's like I don't the worst give sheriff. Like, he says the worst thing. And then he's like, he, the guy's sad. And he's pumping his gas for him. And then he goes, hey, where's your dog? He's like, he's dead. And he's like, oh, that's a shame. He's like, yeah, I'm all alone out here now, sheriff. And he's like, oh, well. Yeah, I mean, the guy's the worst <laughs> freaking law enforcement officer like in any bad movie. He's like the worst. He yeah. doesn't give a shit. So then we cut to uh, the uh, the the power plant people again. Lee again. Kaufman and him—they are the ones that stole the body. It turns out the sheriff has called them and told them the body's out there, and that's why he was stalling the kids. Yeah, it, this is told in a way where you don't really know what's. You're like, is the sheriff in on it? Yeah, you and don't really like, know. I don't really understand, but they keep mentioning stuff, and you're like, oh, I got to piece it together. And they show the body, and they're looking at this woman's body. And there is roots growing in her face. Now, I will say this as a plus for the movie. I like the way she, she looked with the roots growing in her face. I thought that was... didn't look close enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a shitty makeup job, but I it mean... It wasn't bad. It wasn't like the worst. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's kind of neato. You know, she looked kind of yeah. gross. I liked it. So that was one plus about the movie so far. <laughs> um, the only plus about the movie so far. Oh, well, I'm in love with the acting. I it mean, is, the acting it's is, a, it's, Jesus Christ, I have, I've never seen such bad acting. It's he, bad. The uh, Prissy Pants doctor, he has a whole line of explaining the roots are alive. So the fragments of vegetation. Roots, actually. Yeah, what we found inside the body of the girl. They're highly radioactive, and there are cellular oddities. Apparent genetic mutation, which are utterly inexplicable. Kruger, these plants are carnivorous. I'll be right there. Okay. But the reason that they're carnivorous is because there's toxic... <laughs> He's like, the toxic... <laughs> the, the toxic waste. The, the dump, the, well, they're kind of hinting at they dumped it. Yeah. And it's affecting the roots and the trees. And also, the boyfriend guy, the boyfriend material... After their date, when they got home from with the cop, he uh, he says something nasty to her again. She smacks the shit out of him. Yeah. And he he. That uh, was I was, but it wasn't that bad, was it? What did he say to her? 
The sheriff is an asshole. Oh, for God's sake, drop it, Matt. Who cares anyway? There's nothing that we can do about it. She's dead. Ever since I've been back, nothing's been going right. Well, it's not my fault. I didn't want to go to the waterfall. If we hadn't gone there, we wouldn't have been mixed up in all this mess. Shit, I even got poison ivy. Oh, come on. If you want to fight, at least be straight about it. You act like you don't even like me anymore. Maybe I don't stack up against your big city buddies. Don't be an idiot. Now you're going to tell me you like mature men. Come on. Maybe you prefer rolling around in the poison ivy with one of your sophisticated city boyfriends. He goes, his father turns out to be, he works in with a helicopter. Yeah, he's a helicopter pilot. And they pilot. do like helicopter rescues or some, something like that. And they know about the uh, nature, uh, like the trees and everything. And they, for some reason, have discovered that the trees are all dying, which is weird because there was a rain they said they had a, a lot of rainy weather. Oh, they said that it was probably acid rain that's killing the trees. Yeah, this they just kept com- they knew. speculating. They yeah. said, why is the rain really good? Why are the trees sa- they're so- like soaking up and they're drying yeah, out? Yeah, they're, they're drying, drying out. All the trees are drying out. In one area. And they're like, acid rain and yeah. oh, things are changing. And they don't really know, but they set that up too. They keep jumping around to everything. So that guy, Taylor who is working at the power plant, he's drunk at the local bar. And he gets, he's like ranting about how, you know, he, he needs to do something about it, but he needs, he's drunk as hell. And he's like ranting to the people. And a woman sitting at the bar moves over to him. Paula. And her name is Paula. She's a hooker. She a hooker. She a hooker. And she walks up to him and she's like, hey baby, you want to go back to my place and, uh, talk some more and he's like whoa so he pays up and they go out but as they are leaving they run into the sheriff who's coming in and he's like sheriff i gotta talk to you we gotta talk i got a lot of information and paula's like come on honey we can talk to him later and the sheriff's like oh my god he's like well glad he's drunk he's like paula can only get girls that um guys that are drunk because they this way they don't have to see what she looks like she's the hooker that was rude. And and I gonna say something. No, he oh. didn't say that. He said they, she only takes home guys that are drunk, so they can't see what they're getting into. Yes, which That's is the same thing says. as what I said. Yes, which is probably thing. a shot at her vagina. I think it's a shot at her. All I mean, what together. they're getting into. Can wink, I wink. can I say this? Paula's not the ugliest woman on the earth. No, there's something wrong with her. She's not ugly, and it's like. There's They're making her out to be, like, really skeevy. Well, because she's a prostitute, so... Now, she's a hooker. So now, if it was by the actress who played the prostitute in My Name is Earl, I would be like, okay, I, I get that. That's a funnier thing. But this woman isn't, like, bad-looking. So I was like, really? Like, they could have done something more with this. Yeah, but ta- Taylor, he... Uh, they just cut to him and her in their in her bed, and he's just staring at the camera, basically, and he's like... I really, I gotta do something about this radiation. This is a big problem. And she's in the background like, oh, God. This is the most useless scene in the movie. Well, she, This is what's, well, for some reason it ties into another scene, which is even more f- funny. Uh, Paula's just sick of it. She needs someone to bang her, and she need, those well, guys she need to money. shut up. Like, oh, God, you know, why are you sitting here? Just shut up and have sex, you know? And he's like, no, I gotta, I got this map. And he starts, like, writing on this map. And he's like, I got these areas I'm pinpointing where the uh, radiation is. And he's like, all oh, these numbers. And he's doing all this, like, uh, 
you know, this group. In all fairness, though, she actually grabs him by his arm and, like, pulls him out of the bar. Yeah. He wasn't willing to go with her. Oh, he, he looks just, at her. He's like, yep. But he didn't. I mean, honestly, he, he, he throws was, the money right off of the bar. Yeah, let's go. But I don't think that he really knew. He was so wasted. I don't really think that he planned <laughs> on doing anything with her. Why are you, you know, talking about his morals? <laughs> I don't even know. First of all, he's the only character in the entire movie that can act. And secondly, yes, that's the truth. You keep saying that. It's true. He can actually deliver a line. The rest of these fools can't deliver a line for shit. But it doesn't matter because you, you could just... That scene was so useless. It, it comes back. It comes back later for two seconds. Well, with... there's like a... How information comes around, which is really funny. Uh... <laughs> So he, like, runs out of her house because he, like, she says something and he's like, that's it. I have to go to the cops or whatever. I think he goes to the power plant at this point to confront things. He thinks he's figuring it out. And he goes to the power plant and there's, like, a scene of him coming out of an elevator and then, like, touching the elevator door. And there's two guys in, in yeah, full suit jackets. because he realized that they were probably goons and he yeah, was, like, in trouble. Two guys just sitting there staring at him. <laughs> And he goes on a run, and this becomes a chase that what I would say goes on for hours because it goes from daytime to night during this chase. I don't remember it going to nighttime. I, I must I do have not been. remember because when they get to the forest, it's completely Oh, yeah, black. that's right. I couldn't see shit. Yeah. I was like, wait, can you make the, the TV brighter? <laughs> I, I had to turn off the lights. Um, <laughs> this, this chase is incredible these two goons that are chasing him taylor are hilarious they talk to each other in the worst line line deliveries ever he he's like he's getting away chasing he's heading for the village catch him before he gets there <laughs> and then the other guy they cut back to him and he goes this he's eluding me he's like we'll get up to him quicker I mean, it's just and he pulls out a gun. He's like, I'm going to get him. Subject is not cooperating. Just shut up and step on it. It's like the two deputies in Plan 9. Like, it's just like their, their line delivery is so silly and goofy. I was like, what is going on? Like, okay, so obviously they work for the car plant. And they're trying to take out this guy because he's learning about the toxic waste that was dumped in the yeah, area. Which we said so, yeah. yeah, we already, you know, know that he's they're gonna try and take him out. But he puts a gun up in the air and holds it next to his face, the one goon, and he's like, I'm gonna get him. And he holds the gun up in the air. <laughs> and it's amazing. This movie is incredible. They knock him off the road and then suddenly it's nighttime <laughs> and they get out of the cars and they chase them. He, the two goons chase him into the woods. Have you ever had a possum? Over there. Dr. Taylor, we advise you to come out. Where, right when they get into the woods, Taylor is not touched, but the two goons are completely wrapped in vines. Oh my god. Straight out of Evil Dead 2. It was amazing. Or it Evil was, Dead movie. Yeah, it was straight out of Evil Dead. And one of the two gentlemen is scream acting. In the funniest scream acting. He is just going on and on. He's like, Ooh. It's and comical. it's going on, it's and they just keep getting wrapped and whipped. That whipping sound is pretty much the star of the movie. It's, <laughs> it's definitely one of them. And, uh, uh, and <laughs> he's screaming and screaming, and Taylor's just watching. 
he's like, wow. Like, he's just stunned. That's his whole reaction to it. Like, holy crap. And they're getting... And this goes on for a good minute of him screaming. Yeah. And then finally just going... He probably told the director, I can't do this anymore in my throat. Holy <laughs> shit. Another character like, does that too later on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I made so amazing. many fan nine jokes during this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Taylor has now seen it firsthand, and we we start getting other things because the old man also goes out in the woods because he hears something, and he's like, uh, it's what killed my dog, so he goes out in the woods, and he also gets killed. Yep. And Poor, poor guy. Yes. This, this leads to a cover-up where that guy's son comes to town to claim his body. No, it was his. It was grandson. His grandson came came to town. I don't know. If yeah, that's see, true. they said grandson. He Is absolutely said it. Yes, one hundred percent. Because I can swear at the end says, "You should have listened to his son." No, his his grand his grandfather. He said, "I'm his only kin." Yeah, hmm. that's it. It was his grandfather, and he was old as dirt anyway. There's no way that could be his father. <laughs> but it well, just, like, there's some but there's some baffling. There's, yeah, there's groups some, of people who are supposed yeah, to be related. The casting in this movie is is crazy. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was grandfather. And so he learns that his grandfather died and he had to come. And uh, I guess they said they called him to claim the body. They say, oh, that's not necessary. We already buried him. You're late. Yeah, like he missed the funeral. Like, yeah. how'd you have a funeral for my grandfather when nobody else would pay for it? Yeah, like, who this, paid for it? This guy's like, what the like, what? fuck is happening? And he's like, hey... And and the best part about this is the the sheriff, he's a bad guy, of course, he's in on this whole thing, but he won't stop saying troublemakers. Yeah. But they're it's not troublemakers, dude. They're just people trying to do the like the normal things that anybody would do, and you're the one causing trouble for them. You think you would make this a little easier and smarter, like to trick people? And by the way, there's only two cops in this entire town. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't the one cop doesn't speak at all, and he looks like the father from License to Drive. <laughs> uh, he doesn't speak at all. He oh just constantly God. polishing a gun in every shot. Uh, so yeah, they, this guy's like, I'm gonna get to something's wrong in this town, and I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. And he walks out, and that's when the sheriff's like, "Damn troublemaker," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you know what? He it turns out that he's a investigative reporter." Yep. Wow, what are the odds? What are the odds that he, he yeah. comes to this town to claim his grandfather who passed away and he is actually a journalist so yeah. he can report the situation? What, yeah. What's really funny is how this all connects because there's not many characters in this town. Well, until the ending. He he uh, walks down the road and just what happens to, upon... Oh, well, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Before that happens... Uh, after that one kid was slapped by the girl, he went on his own little bender. He went to the bar and got some drinks as well. And while he was trying to get a drink, Paula... She's the hooker. Oh, sees yeah, that's him right. And's like, hey, baby, we should come back to my place. And they get a shot of him at her place. But he's also doing the same thing that Taylor was doing, where he's like, uh, you know, I just there's a lot of problems in this town and i gotta figure it out and by the way this is a girl i love and she finally came back into town paula's like i just want to have sex can you stop all these people just keep coming I know, to my house this girl's just trying to make a living he's like this other guy came in my house and he's talking about power plants and radiation and all these things going wrong in the forest and then he goes 
huh? And he's like, and now I got one in my house talking about dead bodies and ex-girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh, by the way. Yeah, and then he's Taylor like, wait a minute. What's with this guy, this guy talking about radiation? <laughs> what did he say? That guy, he was so plastered, he stumbled out of here and forgot. Well, he had a map and he left it here, he actually. He map here. Here, take the map. <laughs> now, this is my favorite part. This kid gets this map and he looks at it and goes, Shit. Wish I knew what these damn numbers meant. I don't know what these little circles and numbers mean, but I bet they mean something. And he said, Somebody's responsible. Yeah, and he leaves with it. Now, he if that's not great, that line, he says it again to another character. He's like, look, this, I don't know oh what it means, God. but it must mean something. I mean, I mean so, he's just such an idiot. Well, him and, that, him and this girl get back together. They kind of get back together. You know, that was real shitty of you to say those things to me yesterday. Can we just drop it? I don't know. He uh, is in front of her house, and, and like they, they, she's in front of his house, and they're making up or whatever. And that just so happens to be when the old man's grandson, like you said, yep. walks up. He just is walking down the block until he can find somebody in the plot, I guess. Yeah. I, he just walks out of the nowhere. He just shows up out of nowhere. And it's, he, a, it's weird. They're sitting in like a swing set in the front, and he walks up, and they, they get out of the swing... You know, she's, he's pushing his girlfriend on the swing or some sort. And they get up and they go toward him because that's what people do when they see random strangers walking. And they introduce each other. And he says, I'm looking for this guy who happens to be that kid's father, the Tommy, not Tommy Chong. Oh, yeah. Because it turns out that his father is not Tommy Chong. And this kid's looking for him because his grandfather always talked about this guy. It's really, really weird how this is coming together. So he's like, oh, that's my father. He's inside. Okay, bye. And he goes to go see the father. Then we get a scene of him talking to the father. And that, that guy's like, he's like, I wish I would have kept up with my grandfather more. And he's like, I wish I would have checked in on him more because he was out there alone with his dog and I feel really bad. And he's like, he always talked really highly of you and your mother. So there's a woman with not Tommy Chong. Who looks like an older, like an older woman, but they look to me not too separate in age. It's and so funny. I thought it was his wife. I thought it was his, his wife mother. Too. But it's his, nobody it's has like, a no one has a spouse. Nobody has a spouse. Nobody but it reminded me of that episode of Seinfeld. Remember <laughs> when when what's his face the what's his name the Tannenbaum guy that he was an old guy and he was like lifting weights and and Jerry. He had like a younger son. It was son. Lloyd Bridges. Yeah, it was Lloyd Lloyd Bridges. Yep. And he had a younger son, and then he had another son. That's it was right. Like, they were all like 118 years old. That's the way I. Was. <laughs> that's so true. Seinfeld episode. Yes. I love that. <laughs> and that's what's going on here. It's just that this one kid, his father, and her, his mother, are all living in this house, mm-hmm. and they all seem so close in age that it's so confusing and. The kid looks nothing like the guy playing his father. Like that matters. <laughs> no, but it's just like it's like imagine Zach Morris and Tommy Chong playing his father. I know. It's very, very strange. Like it's very weird. Well, thank you for being friends with my father or whatever. And he's like, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. But he leaves the house and they're outside listening and they say, Hey, we really should talk to you. There's a lot of stuff happening in this town. And there was a, we saw a body. And he's like, Body? And he's like, Yes. He's like, there's a lot of odd things. I don't trust the sheriff. I think he's hiding stuff. And like, so do I. So they plan to go 
So yeah, he has this plan to go to go to the grave of his father, no, his grandfather, to see what's going on. He also gives him that map that he found and said, "This is a map from the power plant guy, and there's lines on it, and it must mean something to somebody." And they're like, "Well, what does it mean? I don't know." So well, they dig up the grave and they're well, they they meet up and uh, the for some reason Josie is late to show up and he's like angry about it. He's like, ah, she's late. And she show, he's like, maybe she has a good reason for it. And she shows up with her brother, her young brother, for some strange some reason. reason. It doesn't say, she doesn't say like, why. He's like, oh, I hope you brought uh, snacks for the, the whatever the hell it is. And then that little kid goes, I hope you're not marrying him. He's a real dick. Yeah. You know? His name is Davey. But like, it's like one of those things where, like most of the time when kids enter the scene, like in a horror movie, they get annoying, you know. But he, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's fine. He, he's actually barely in this. Like, so they go to the grave. They all, for some reason, all four of these characters go to the cemetery and dig up the grandfather's grave, which is just full of rocks. His coffin. He's not really buried there, and this leads the the grandson, the private detective, like the uh, reporter. To say, oh, he's going to stonewall me. Like, he's found stones. And then the first thing he says is, oh, he thinks he's going to stonewall me, huh? It's like, wow. <laughs> when we okay. know that the, the power plant people are corrupt and they stole the old man's body, obviously. Yeah. Because, because he's one of the infected. Or yeah. Why he was eaten by this thing. And the, the cops come and they sneak off right before they get there. And they see that, oh, they figured it out. He's like, those pesky kids? <laughs> and he tells um, the father from, not father from License to Drive, to fill in the hole while he just leaves. Yeah. And exactly when he starts filling the hole, the plants eat the the, the, the deputy. Yeah. And he just gets killed. Instantly. So it's like the only other cop in the entire town. Yes. So now we're just left with the asshole sheriff. Yeah. Who, going back to uh, also investigate now that they know that they also wondering about the dog that died so they go back to his the grandfather's trailer to go look for the dog's body which is really comical because they say they can't find the grave where is it and it's like literally right and the next guy, to them the grandson of the old man's like um there's a grave marker right yeah, there like, i think it's right here <laughs> like it was like we can see it the actor was pointing out to the director that um yeah you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you write this kind of dialogue? Like it's so stupid. It's so it's so strange too because uh, Josie and the brother are just inside the trailer, mm-hmm. and it seems like they've been walking around for a few minutes, and then it's right in front of the door for where they are, and they go, okay, let's go investigate the dog now, and exactly at that moment the sheriff comes onto them and pulls a gun out on them and tells them to get inside the trailer. And he also sees Josie and the brother are in there. And he's like, oh, it's a family reunion. I got all you troublemakers. Yep. And then the best scene in the movie happens. And he's like, oh, well, we're going to like basically figure this out together. And I also, I would say that uh, Taylor got tricked before this happened. And Taylor went to the cops and they locked him in the jail cell. Yeah. So, yeah, that was also. A so he's in jail just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. He slowly gets out by getting a spring out of a door. Uh, jammy or whatever and he picks his the lock and that's just happening in the background uh, these kids they all get into the trailer and he brings them with a the gun into the trailer well 
Looks like a family reunion. <laughs> Let's see if I can uh, find out what to do with you. And that's when the plants decide to rip through the entire house and kill the sheriff in another screaming montage of this guy just scream dying. Yes, like just screaming. I was laughing my head off because it was so comical. Like the tree branches were coming through his face and stuff. It goes into his mouth and comes out of his eye. Yes, but the the like fake head that they were using, like absolutely, they didn't even try. It, they didn't even try. It doesn't look anything like the sheriff at all. It was incredible. I like that. He I just laughed keeps so hard. Screaming. Yeah, and he's yeah. He's got a whole tree branch in his face. And it's coming through his eye, and like literally just he just keeps screaming, and it's the paper mache head and everything. Like I was just laughing my freaking head off. Well, what's amazing about this too is they told the actor because he's got a prosthetic branch coming out of his eye, mm -hmm. and they told him basically to cover it up. Just put your hand in front of your mouth. Yeah. To cover up where the root is going through your mouth. Yeah. So that's really, really funny. Um, this leads our, our core group of characters to go run off and try to warn the town that there's problems. Yeah. And this is also a hilarious sequence because uh, Josie and the brother go get the mother. And the mother's woken up in the middle of the night. She's got the curlers in. She's like, oh, Josie's back in town. There's always a problem with Josie. And the brother just gotta get a he's gotta get a gun although they just saw plants murder a man yeah and he's like i gotta get my toy gun yeah so this scene goes on way too long first of all this stupid ass kid yeah, goes upstairs looking for his, his little laser gun he, he's too old to know like he's too old to not know that this little laser gun is not gonna hurt these things yeah also the fact that he should be traumatized from just seeing a plant burst through a trailer and kill somebody yeah and you think that he would be all messed up but he's just playing with his toy and of course the roots come in the house to try to kill him yeah at the same time we see roots also attacking the boyfriend's uh grandmother in the stable as she's feeding horses and it strangles her and pulls her up in the sky and again scream acting just screaming mm -hmm. and the horse just watching Yep. And uh, the, fa the 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 son or the, the kid's father comes in to try to save her and he fights off the plants as the son comes home and saves him and they get out alive. And the mother the, the mother has died. Mm -hmm. uh, but the best part of this whole joke is that the guy that's the uh, the reporter, investigative reporter, he has to go to what looks like shacks in the middle of nowhere and he bangs on one that looks like a portal potty, and the guy instantly starts shooting, right? <laughs> and I, one of them we could not stop. And this guy gets after he runs off from getting shot at. The plants kill that guy, mm -hmm. and it looks like he was living in a portal potty. But the best one is he goes to an actual house, knocks on the door as the lights come on, then the lights go off, and then you just hear a guy inside the house go, "I'm going to shoot you." <laughs> Life is in danger. Come out quick. Go away, or I'll shoot you. Jesus. We it was we so lost that laughing. I, I lost my mind. He just keeps running off like, well, screw you, fucking I people. Lost my all you mind. people could die. I don't care. <laughs> he just keeps trying, and uh, they all meet up at a place, and they're all just chilling. This is a this is a weird part about the movie. There's plants 
and they, they can't establish where these plants are coming from because they're all over the place. One point they're in a cemetery, one point they're in someone's house, uh, another they're killing people in the trailer. They seem to be all over the place, but then there's this one house where they're all just chilling out on a fence. Yeah. And he, he the, <laughs> the one kid drives up, the reporter, and he drives up and he goes, this town's crazy. Everybody's shooting at me. It's, it's fucking baffling. And also, okay, we, we forgot to say that they went to a phone to call the National Guard, which is what not Jennifer Beals said. Yeah. She wants to call the National Guard because no one's going to help them. So the phone's not working. And so the phones are down. Yeah. That, that's a major plot point. Well, someone's like, the phones aren't down, and my radio has been broken for a week, so yeah. I can't use that, too. So there's no way to there's call no anyone. There's no way to call anybody. It's and ridiculous. So that, that, that right there, that point just makes everything that's about to happen so much crazier in this movie. It's like the director just forgot that these little things happen. Well, we can't skip over the, I think, the best moment in the movie. You said the best moment was the uh, oh cop God. getting killed. Clearly the sheriff getting killed and he's getting sucked through the my bottom. My favorite part of the movie is Taylor shows up and meets the group of characters. Now all the characters are together and they decide to go to the power plant and confront Lloyd Kaufman. And this <laughs> is... Not Lloyd Kaufman. This acting, <laughs> a, this guy blows my mind. He has a monologue where he's just like... Yeah, the plants are doing it, and they're never going to be stopped. And it's great. They're hungry, and they're going to kill. It's great. And he doesn't even give and, a fuck that he's, like, responsible for all of it. And they're like, you're insane. And he's like, yes. And he starts evil laughing, but it's terrible acting. So it's he's like, like, the worst. <laughs> and it's like a hearty, like. <laughs> yeah. And he pulls out a gun, and he waves it on all them. And he's like, you're right. I am. And, I'm, and none of you guys are going to know. He's like, they're going to win. They're going to take over. And they're like, yeah. And the whole world's going to know you did it. And they're going to get you too. And he's like, uh-uh. They're not going to get me. And he blows his brains out. There has been a radioactive leak. And I am sure it has something to do with what's going on. Dr. Taylor, I've had enough of you. You're fired. Good. Then I won't have to go to prison when all this is out. And rest assured, you're not going to get off easy. Depends on how you look at it, Taylor. I have no doubts as to what is happening. The fact is, it's too late. Nothing can be done about it now. It's not too late. Let us use your radio. We can call the National Guard. We shouldn't have let them try it. Now they've acquired a taste for it. They like it. They're hungry for more. You're crazy. We know that you embezzled funds intended for the toxic waste disposal. And you took the radioactive waste and dumped it somewhere in the forest. We're going to find it. You better tell us where the waste site is before it's too late. So you haven't found the site yet. Maybe there is no waste site. Tell us where the site is, for Christ's sake. I've got you now, Kruger. You might as well cooperate. You want me to cooperate? <laughs> You're never going to get away with it. Oh, no. They're never going to get me. (laughs) 
Yeah, he just blows That's his brains it. out right in front of them. But we don't see like the 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 shock and and terror of it on their faces. Like no one gets to act in this movie. Well, uh, to- the not Tommy Chong guy, he jumps from the he gunshot. jumps, but like, like the brains were gonna fly out. It's him. like the most ridiculous. Like I mean, if I saw somebody do that in front of me, I would be a little bit more traumatized. Agreed. And they just didn't even react. That this at is all. great. I don't know if they ever show the fate of pr- uh, Prissy Pants, Doctor Prissy. No, I never show the fate of him. No, I think I, he just scoots out of the movie. I don't think they show it. And no. if they did, I do not recall. Uh, but they go back to the, that house, that farm, and that's when the kid shows up, and the reporter, and he's telling them, everybody's shooting me. Everybody in this town's crazy. We need to call the uh, Bureau of... Uh, like. It's agriculture. The, the Department of Agriculture. Yeah, and he's like, we got to call him. He's like, now, I guess they forgot that the phones don't work. So why he's saying, saying this line of dialogue is hilarious. <laughs> you gotta call it them. Doesn't the make phones sense. Are down. And he's like, "No, we can't call them." And then one was like, "Well, we gotta call the government." And the other guy's like, "Oh, that'll take forever. The government sucks." And they're like, "Yeah, he's right." So let's not do anything. And then the reporter's like, "Well, screw you guys. Uh, if you're not doing the way I'm doing it, do it your own way. I'm leaving." And he just takes off. <laughs> right? And they're like, well, "The little kid goes, nerd." <laughs> But like, there's no phones. The phones are down in the in the entire place. So like, how do they call anyone? <laughs> oh, we also can I just point this out about the reporter real fast because I think at the end it, it comes back and in a weird way. But do you think that somewhere in the movie they were like, well, this reporter character is a, is gay? Uh, and I don't at the end, that. well, no. Do you think that they thought that? And so at the end, there's a line of dialogue that is really strange. Yeah, I think so. I, he, it's it's like that Michael McKeon joke in Mr. Green in Clue where he's like, oh, I'm going to yeah. go home and sleep with my wife. Yes, well, because he out and out says, I work for the State Department and I'm a homosexual. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll lose, so, he'll lose his job on uh, state on, ground. On security ground. Yeah. I must keep it a secret. So that, there's something like that in this movie where he's very, he, he seems feminine. And I don't know if the director and the writer wanted to do something with that. Or they felt like, oh, we can't have that. Because there's a line later on at the very end where he's like, uh, he says like a woman's name. And they go, who's that? And he's like, my wife. And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh. And he's like, why? You guys shocked about that? Yeah, that was, was like, weird. weird. It was very misplaced and odd. But can Such we just a talk about line like, of dialogue. how they're going to solve this problem? So there's no phones. But in the next scene... The entire well, after the reporter town. leaves, yeah, after the, the reporter town. leaves, the, the entire town shows up. Now, who called all these people? Yes. Okay, it's like they're all and they're all smiling. They're all smiling when they get there. Do you notice that? Yeah. So it's like this is not like no, a hoedown or a rodeo or anything. Like this is we're gonna have to kill some killer trees. One of the characters goes, "Who's gonna help us? We need help. Who's gonna help us?" And then uh, the mother just goes them yeah. and like 50 trucks full of people oh with pitchforks and shovels show up so how tell me how with no phones did they get these people over to the house in literally 10 yeah. seconds who like, spread the line who spread the word try. like carrier pigeon yeah like i don't even know but my favorite part of that this is paula shows up she's the hooker in a tank top, like a cut-off stomach thing she walks in grabs a shovel everybody shuts up and everybody gets quiet and they're like whispering in the background and she does a little walk like yeah i know i'm here and i'm badass and i don't care 
And then uh, finally, the the mother walks up and shakes her hand and says, thanks, Paula, for being here. And then the whole crowd goes, yeah, Paula, thanks. Yeah, yeah, Paula's yeah, great. Like, who gives a shit about what, Paula? What is this moment? Like, because she's one of the only established The prostitute people. has an arc? She has an arc? Like, it's well, so she, strange. She's had more than five minutes of screen time, that's why. So everyone's like, oh, yay, Paula. But she literally has nothing to do. In it's fact, like, it, when they get there and they're digging up the drums of, um, you know, radioactive material that's causing these trees to come alive and kill people, she literally dies in five seconds. What, what happens is, <laughs> they so they go, they find the, di- well, we, before we get to that, let's tell how we even get there. Because they all jump in these cars. They, they basically look like a lynch mob going. They do, and, yeah. But they can't figure out where the location of the sewage is making the plants crazy. So it's not so, sewage. It's radioactive material. You know what I mean. Raw, the, the raw radioactive sewage like <laughs> stuff that they're doing, whatever it is. Uh, they, they have a whole thing where Taylor tells them a whole belief in what's happening. But he goes, look, I'm not a... I'm not a scientist in that sense. I don't know anything about what I'm saying. And then he keeps talking about it, though. Right, but he his whole He's like, entire the isotopes thing. and the whole thing. It's like, but well, his dude, sto- you seem like you know a lot about something. Story arc in this movie is that he knows what's going on, and he's but trying he to prove it. He keeps saying, "I don't understand." Why it's coming from the forest and not the, the plants? Dying. What is going on? He keeps saying, "Where is it coming from?" Well. So Taylor comes up with a plan with uh, the not Tommy Chong father guy. And he's like, I have a helicopter. We'll fly over these areas that I think they are and we'll see. And they get in their helicopter and they fly over and they find a site. And they go, that's it. They can see the barrels. So they decide to land in the most batshit idea ever. They land and he gets out in raw toxic waste without a suit. No. No, there's no hazmat suit. No and he's suit. He's just in there touching, um, you know, toxic radioactive yeah, he's materials. Doing some, some tests, and he has also, a Geiger counter. Yes, and he's it's got a going Geiger crazy. Counter. It's going crazy, and and the best part is, there's a killer monster roots coming out of this area, and yeah. so what do you think happens? Taylor is instantly killed. Yep. Now he's like the main one of the main characters. He just gets riddled with the roots, and. Not Tommy Chong gets in the helicopter. Oh, shit. And he takes off. They wrap the helicopter and it just explodes. So the roots, this is the most amazing thing ever. The roots are actually coming up to the helicopter to hold on to the helicopter so it doesn't take off. Mm -hmm. So what actually made the helicopter explode? I think they're saying, I think it gets into the engine or something. I don't really know, but it just explodes. Because if the helicopter exploded, wouldn't it also take the roots with it? Because the roots would have then... Also blow up the, the toxic waste site. Yes. And it was that close to the toxic waste site that the whole entire thing might have just blown. It should have just been a fire. Right. Because toxic waste, is that not flam- flammable? I mean... I, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what kind of toxic waste we're dealing with here. <laughs> I don't either. But... The movie doesn't either. No, nobody knows. But So now we yeah. got Taylor's dead and the kid's father. And now the kid's from afar says... Uh, they found it. It's over there. And he's like, he saw the explosion. He's like, we have to go find my father. And everybody gets to the site. And then this one, and by the way, no fire, no wreckage. No, nothing. Just this guy comes over to the sun and holds him back and goes, you don't want to see that. Yeah. Your father's they, dead. Like, don't, you don't want to see it. Thanks for even like giving us anything. Like yeah. it, it was the most like, okay, let's just scoot this out of the movie. So it was just so stupid. This guy's grandmother has died. 
and his father has now died. Yeah, and he's day. completely alone. And uh, at that same time, the little brother gets almost killed by the roots. But again, if you're watching, to the left uh, is the most talented man in all the land trying to lend a hand. The roots from Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen. And Paula jumps in front of it and pushes him out of the way, and she dies instantly. She's the hooker. And then the kid, and this one, the mother just keeps yelling out for the kid's name. Like, what's his name? Uh, Davy. Davy, which is a joke, by the way. He even looks like that character, that Davy and the dog clay animation thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't know what I'm talking about? No. Hey, Davy. You don't remember that? No. Glad that no matter what happens, God is there. God is there? Sure, Goliath. God is there through the hands of the people who help after a disaster. Shouldn't we help? You're right, Goliath. But how can we help? We're just a boy and a dog. Even small hands and paws can make a big difference if we all work together. Let's go ask the grown-ups to help, too. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, we used to watch Moral Oral. It used to make fun of that. Oh, all right. That kid's name is Davey. Oh, okay. But Moral Oral was making fun of an old uh, claymation show from when I was a kid. Oh, I didn't know um, that. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Davey and... Uh, <laughs> He, he's like, she's like screaming, Davy, 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 where's Davy? Where's Davy? And Davy runs up crying. And he goes, Paula's dead. Paula is. She's the hooker. That's it. Okay. Paula's dead. Okay. Well, well thanks a whole for... bunch of other guys kept getting killed. Too. Yeah. There were so many of those other like volunteers that were just getting dragged into yeah. the forest by the roots and just getting, you know, completely obliterated. Yeah. And just when all of our characters are going to die, pretty much. Uh, all out of nowhere, an entire bunch of uh, construction trucks show up, and they start pushing all the toxic waste into a hole. Yeah. And they're like, "Who is it?" And a guy in a gas mask and a whole thing comes out. I'm like, "Who are you?" And he pulls it off, and it's the reporter. Yeah. So he came back. And he's like, "Hey guys." Yeah. So I decided he, to come back and help. He brought all the trucks, all the um, what do you call those bulldozers and yeah. stuff, and um. So they're pushing all the toxic waste in a hole. But so, Joe, is how did this stop the mo- yeah, how, how stop did the it roots? stop that? Because honestly, the they it's were still all, in the soil. Yeah, and also they were loading some of those barrels in trucks to move it. Yeah. So how is that helping anything? You're not helping anything. I don't really understand. There's I don't sec- either. There's one of them is leaking. Yeah. And it made the roots and the soil bad. So how is any of this stopping that or the spread of the roots in the ground and the soil site? Like, I, I don't understand know. any of that. I don't get it at all. And and if that's the, the source of how the roots were, you know, being, I guess, irradiated or whatever, and like coming to life, none of the barrels were open. Did you notice I that? I noticed that too. And I was trying to figure it out. I was like, and uh, all these people are like irradiated. Like they're all sick. Yeah, they're they all, all just digging. All got covered in toxic waste. Yeah, and they're, but they're in a, in a radiation zone where like it's yeah. already on them. Like they're all going to be sick exactly like what is happening here there this the bulldozers coming in at the end of this movie makes zero sense it's so stupid yeah and it's funny that he shows up in an entire uh hazmat suit and they takes off yeah I, I i i'm baffled i'm baffled yeah it's so weird and to, to 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 get this even worse they basically have their little like ending that's cute they, the the reporter goes home to his he says his wife and they're like 
ha ha ha. And he's like, why is that funny to you guys? And then he's like, marriage sounds like a good thing. Wink, wink at Josie. And he's like, well, give me an invite when it happens. And he gets on the bus and they say, he says, stay in touch. And they, they're like, yeah, of course we will. Yeah, so and then, then we jump forward. It's been a while because Josie's now in the house decorating <laughs> the ugliest Christmas tree you've ever oh seen Oh my in God, life. at least nine months because she's, super, she's pregnant. super pregnant. And she's talking on the phone to the reporter and saying, how's his wife? And how are you guys doing? Is it snowing there? And exactly at that same time, the roots shoot out of the Christmas tree's pot of some sort. Yeah. That's right on the table next to her head. And she just turns in slow motion and just makes like a face. End. Finn. That's the movie. Finn. <laughs> the movie So is... the roots are, are, are alive no matter what is what they're saying. Like they're, it's too late. What like, it's spread to it's pine spread the... To... To the Christmas tree? I don't know. I don't know. I still don't understand. I got to tell you, I really ending. want that sequel. The Christmas trees oh are alive, God. killing people. That's got to be I mean, great. that would be amazing. But yeah. honestly, so it just ends like that. And she's just like turning around looking at the roots popping out of the tree. It's like, what would you call that movie, by the way? I would call it You'll Die. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's a good one. <laughs> This movie is just... I, I don't even know. I'm, I'm making I'm, myself laugh. Sorry. I'm giving this movie a three. I love the hell out of this piece of shit. I could not stop. This movie makes me laugh very hard. I This is the kind of shit that I'm looking for. Ones that I can't... How bad it is, it elevates itself. And this one on my list instantly of so bad it's good. I mean, yeah. I, I laughed, a but... a trip to watch. This is... I think I saw the negative reviews and I'm like, you guys have no sense of humor because this is bad, funny in a, in a good way. And this with a group of friends is got to be a yeah, great Yeah, but these one. people that are reviewing this movie, I can assure you are probably not like us where we love watching trash cinema. I've seen some people say this is only for people who love bad cinema. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we I, love watching trash. I think this is like one of those diamonds in the rough. I think this one is so bad fun that I think that it should go down in that... And I, it, because of that, it's a four. Okay, a four. All right. Well, I just have to read this one, if I may. Just this oh, one review. It's this person's giving it a one, mm-hmm. and the title the caption is "No Trolls Anywhere." I said that to you. Before. Yeah, it says. <laughs> it says that this. So would you look at that? Nothing's happening. No trolls anywhere to be seen here. That's only one reason why this film sucks. <laughs> What's the other reason? <laughs> They don't say. Oh, that's it? Oh, wow. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I, oh, God. I, I just found so much enjoyment in this piece of crap. I really did. And I'm I'm so glad I got the... Uh, we watched it again for this. Oh, actually, there's a whole big review written by oh, that yeah, guy. Oh, I figured when you click on it, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, I know you liked it. You, I mean, I did laugh. Oh, I laughed because we I just couldn't believe so how freaking bad it is. The acting was so atrocious. It's... It was like even if so, if even if they had cue cards, they could not deliver the lines better. It yeah, was there's like... even a part we forgot to mention that the when the kid pulls out the map, he flubs his line, and he oh, keeps talking. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll just keep that in. Yeah, there's a lot of that flow. <laughs> you want to do lines. another take, Ed? There Let's... is no take. <laughs> and that's a running joke. Is like we just kept noticing there is no second take. No, at I don't all. think that the director even did. Like, he didn't even notice half the time. When no, he did. It was fucked up. Uh, yeah, he just didn't notice and he didn't care. 
No, he didn't I, care. I think because these people were trying to rush out a film, mm-hmm. this was supposed to be released in the theater, and it didn't get released. It oh, it got sat on a shelf, and they finally put it out on a video. Yeah, like I think they said 1993. It was actually it was filmed, filmed in already. like 89 or 90. I think it was ready for a release in 92, and it just never got put out until yeah. 93 on I mean, video. in all fairness, though, to these actors, if I were them, I would be pissed. Because, I mean, you're putting your best foot forward here, and you're... You're trying a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, except for that guy that works at the power plant, and he wasn't trying at all. I mean, he oh. was just, I mean, not Lloyd Kaufman. He was just terrible. It's amazing. I've never uh, seen anyone deliver lines like that. This whole, I could put the whole movie into this podcast. The entire clips, because there are so many. I will say there is a lot of driving again in this. There's a lot of it's my also pet peeve in these movies. I can't stand the driving scenes. A lot of plant POVs and the attacks with the whipping. Yeah. That go on for a little too long, and there's a lot of like boring crap. Not it's not too boring though. I mean, it goes quick. You don't quick. give a shit about their the the guy and the girl's relationship and all that shit. I mean, he's a douche anyway. Like we don't care about that. True. It could have been shortened by like 15 minutes at least. Yeah, I I, I, I you you're know? probably right. It definitely could have been a little shorter a little tighter yeah they could have knocked out 15 minutes we would have been fine but what a what a what a trip just to watch for bad acting and i cannot believe when you watch those montages of bad acting in movies you don't see anything from this movie it's this <laughs> is <know>. great <laughs> it's because it's so off the grid oh, like it's, nobody nobody's ever seen this movie i'm gonna put this one on a clip show oh of, uh, of bad acting <laughs> all right okay. so yeah i mean uh that was uh uh, the crawlers or whatever contamination contamination contagion, no contagion, contagion 0.7. 0.7 okay whatever oh. whatever it's called it's it's trash oh and we didn't even talk about the poster the poster of this movie is when paula dies by the roots she's the hooker davy but the poster's version of paula is the hottest like it's just big cleavage it's not even close to okay, being what Paula all, looks like. That's not even Paula. It's the Paula scene, though, Joe. That okay? That might. She's even wearing that same tank top. I mean, that doesn't even look like Paula. It's Paula not. is like a, a at least sixty year old. It's woman. just no. Uh, <laughs> poor Paula. Well, she don't look like this hot girl. No, that's why I'm laughing. I'm like that cover is the worst false advertising. Well, they had ever. to do something to get people to want to watch. But it. I just love that they. I think uh, I put it up online once. Maybe I'll put re-put it up for again. But uh, I put a side-by-side reality. Like, <laughs> when you're drunk and reality. <laughs> oh, man. It's this amazing. Something, I'll tell you. All right. Do you want to get out of here? I want to get out of here. Let's get out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one. Ah, one more thing, Dr. Taylor. I would like to remind you that it is absolutely forbidden to even possess any alcoholic beverages on the premises of the plant. I... I I don't... I I believe this is yours, Dr. Taylor. At least it was found in your office. Really, I... I, 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 In the name of friendship. But I hope you realize this could cost you your position if somehow this slips out. You may go now. Thanks. How the hell were you Trumps anyway?